checking out another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. We just want to say before we dive into this new episode, thank you to everyone who has been listening and sharing this with your friends. We've seen a pretty awesome increase in our listenership in the last few weeks, and so we are grateful to all of you who are sharing it out there. If you want to help us do that a little bit more, please leave us a rating or a view. That goes the longest way to getting this podcast into new people's uh playlists and to, um, in their lives. So thank you for sharing it and, uh, for rating and reviewing the podcast. Uh, Christmas is almost here. And so if you would like some dads on the fly merch, let us know. Uh, I want to let you know also we've got, so we've got stickers, we've got t-shirts and all the money from that goes directly back into this podcast uh, as we try to make it better each and every week. So thank you for that. If you want one, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook, shoot us a message, and we will get one sent to you very soon. So let's dive in now to episode 19 of Dazzle of Life. episode of Dads on the Fly. I am Joshua Simmons, and as always, I'm here with my brother Caleb Simmons. Caleb, how are you doing tonight? I am awesome, man. Ready to get back on the water. we got to figure out a time to make it happen soon. It has been cold. It's been a little rainy this week, but I'm ready to get back. I'm re- really ready to get back in the boat. But I know. I feel like it's the first time it's rained in forever. Um, yeah. It rained like one day, and they said it was going to rain a lot, and it really didn't. But yeah. it rained kind of a little bit, I guess. But I know some of our rivers really need some rain. For sure. Um, and so uh, that was nice to see a little bit. And, uh, yeah, ready to get back on the boat. Um, ready to do some some winter fishing. And, uh, you know, we, we both kind of enjoy winter fishing. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we uh, we enjoy it. Uh, kind of some different challenges out there during the wintertime. But uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, Christmas right around the corner. It's here. You've been doing shopping today. A little Christmas shopping today. It's crazy out there. A lot of people. Um we hit, we hit that Amazon up early this year. Yeah, this we is we the didn't want to be those people you know riding of, around on their jet ski getting the of all the, the, the boat of all the Christmases. I feel like we have what is it? We're on December the tenth. What are we on? December the twelfth today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have just about finished with the kids, so we're feeling good about that. Good for you. We've got some relatives to do, but as far as the children go, we're feeling pretty good about life. Awesome. So tonight. We are going to talk about how we. What was it you said earlier? How are we gonna? I think I think it's just a cool thing to think about sometimes of how we gain knowledge about fly fishing. You know, we're new, we're novices, we're weekend warriors. We are not the experts in any stretch of the imagination. We talked that a lot on this podcast. We are doing this all on the fly. Um, but even though we are learning how to fish on the fly, I think a lot of times. Uh, we do do a pretty good job of learning new information, learning how to go, uh, you know, <coughs> excuse me, fish new rivers, um, learning how to uh, try different tactics, try different flies, different areas. And uh, I think we do a pretty good job about that. And so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about how do we do that? Like, how do we seek out the information? How do you become a better angler? How do you become a better angler? Yeah. So we are going to talk tonight about how 
we improve our skills. Yeah. How we uh, gain knowledge about where to fish, how to fish, when to fish. And then we're going to tie that into a little bit to where do we gain knowledge on how to father? Is yeah, that the correct sure. term? How to yeah. father? How to be a dad. How to, how to be a dad. All right. So I'll ask the first question then. Where do you go to learn? Well, where did you go to learn how to fly fish? So uh, the biggest, we've talked about this before on the pod. But the biggest thing that taught me the most was talking to people who were already very good at it. I think we both did a good bit of that. Yeah, we learned a lot from uh, other anglers, other people who had been doing it for a way lot longer than we had. Um, but I think we also learned sort of on the water ourselves. Yeah. we learned. I think I learned more from experience. Absolutely. I feel like in my first few years of fly fishing i went on more maybe solo trips Does yeah. that make sense yeah probably because for... learning what we're doing learning yeah. what i was doing you know didn't want to be embarrassed <laughs> maybe or just <laughs> you know just learning kind of learning what i was doing like kind of feeling it out figuring yeah. it out where how to cast and what flies to use and so on mm-hmm. um so now that we've been fly fishing for a while where would you say you gain your most knowledge as far as just actual fly fishing technique, casting, I don't know. Like, So it, it, my thing is it's a plethora. I, I wouldn't try to pinpoint one exact thing that I do. Um, you know, a lot of times, case in point, we went on a uh, our first ever float trip a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So to do that in preparation for that, we did a lot to learn about how to be successful in that. We talked a little bit about that on our last episode, but the first thing I did was I started reading. I started researching. The internet was my friend. Uh, Google was a big help. Um, YouTube was a huge help. I've probably learned as much from about fly fishing from YouTube than I have anywhere. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I I learned some things sometimes watching. I, I'm really into fly fishing videos. Mm-hmm. So I really like to watch a lot of different videos. Yeah. And uh, and some videos are more like, you know, just cool scenery. Yeah, and you like more of the ones with like telling the story, like doing I do, the trips. I do, but I learn from those. Watching them catch fish. But I still, yeah. but I sometimes pick up on things. Yeah, for while sure. While I'm watching those videos, like how they're, how they're fishing a certain area yeah. or, or how they're like wading or what they're doing. And mm-hmm. so I do kind of pick up on things and I think from my, watching videos. Mine are way more... Like the videos I watch, I mean, I'll watch a lot of those, but I'll watch a, watch a lot more instructional, like, I guess a little bit more rigorous. Um, yeah, I guess as a teacher, I don't like watching instructional videos. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that makes sense. But for me, like, I find it, I don't know, maybe I'm a just big geek or nerd or something, but I find it extremely interesting. Um, like, case in point, this past weekend, I went on a down a rabbit hole and did... I think I ended up watching like six different videos back to back to back to back to back. Um, all about like the, like the life cycle of a fly. <laughs> so like learning yeah, that's from like probably, the, the larva to, you know, that's, stage. that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, probably not something stage. I want to do yeah, you're not to let you that. have at that one. Yeah. Uh, but I do like to, I do read some, there, there's some cool websites we found. Yeah. Um, 
uh, you know, I listen to podcasts too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other podcasts on fly fishing that mm-hmm. they're really interesting on how to fly when you, uh, fish and how to tie. And when you like, like are looking up stuff online and going to websites and stuff like that. I think the thing that I've learned too, is I try to do that as I try to be real specific in what I'm looking up, like, especially to our area. Cause a lot of times when you get on, you know, we, we're right here in Western North Carolina. I think a lot of times when you get on Google and you're like, you know, looking up, you know, what's the best fly for this time of year? What's the best, you know, anything like that. You get a lot of out West stuff. I, I feel like that usually pops up first. True. Yes. Um, so I try to be real specific in my searches for like, yeah, you can even type Appalachian trout, Western North Carolina. You can even type you know, Western North Carolina a lot. Yeah, you get I, a lot I try of to help. do stuff like that. There's some, you know, there's really not a great, or unless I haven't found it, if you're listening and you do know of it, there's not a great like Western North Carolina site other than some different fly shops and other some than of their info. Previous dads on the fly episodes. Yeah, for sure. That, that's the best. <laughs> that's your best option to learn how to just go listen to the race Let's go episodes. Listen to all and, of them. Yeah, and learn how exactly. to fish. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, what else? do we do other than go to the internet other than going to the internet i think when i first started i spent a lot of time talking to other anglers and i still do Mm -hmm. um i try to find i try to talk and ask more questions to anglers who are on the water more than i am yeah does that make sense no yeah um so i mean any guys in fly shops for the most part that that's the thing too. I want to tell people. I think a lot of times, I'll be honest. I know for me, when I walk into a fly shop, a lot of times, um, used to not so much anymore. But when I was first getting started out fly fishing, I felt very dumb walking into fly shops and starting to ask some of these guys certain questions. There are still a few shops that I don't necessarily frequent and ask as much as I do some other shops that are yeah. more. Forgiving and friendly. Some of them are a little elitist. Yes. But so we found some great ones. We, we have. We don't want to throw those out here yet. We got to hopefully in 2022, we got a surprise. We'll maybe uh, get a couple of fly shop owners and a couple of guides on the podcast. So we don't want to yeah. throw that out yet. But uh, yeah, I think that. I think, um, I think most fly shops, though, especially like the small yeah. local ones, like your big ones that are kind of maybe a little know, different. But most chains are a little different. But your local fly shops, for the most part, they they're wanting the help. They're great to work with, and they're great to work with. And you can go in there, and you can you can tell them like, "Hey, look, I'm new." To, like, so now that I've started fly tying a lot, okay. So I, I went to a fly shop just yesterday, and walked in and was talking to the guy. It was just me and the guy running the shop in there, and he's sitting behind his desk. I'm doing a little shopping, and he was tying some stuff up. And next thing you know, we go into a 20 minute conversation just about what he's tying, how he's tying it, what he does, you know, and I just let him know, like, look, I'm, I am very new to this. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, help me out here. Like, what do I need? What, what do I not need? Um, and he was super helpful. And, and I feel like guy, I feel like most fly shops, especially the local ones, they do that. If you go in there and you let them know, like, Hey, look, I'm new at this. Now, if you go in there and you act like, you know, it all, yeah, I don't do that. They're not gonna. No. They're not gonna answer your questions. But if you go in there and you're honest, I feel like for the most part they do a great job of answering your questions. I also have some people. Um, I have a good friend who's a park expert, so I go to him a lot. If I'm going to the park, if I'm playing a trip in the park, uh, I usually at least call him or talk to him and uh, get a route plan. If I'm going into the park in somewhere I don't know, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who've grown up around here that know a lot more about the. Uh, 
the local streams. So I talk to them a lot uh, when I'm trying to figure out where to fish or maybe which water to fish or which road to turn on. And, you know, from there, uh, that was a great thing that I, when I first started fly fishing, there was a guy in a local fly shop that used to help me out with that all the time. He would get out maps, we'd look at it and so on. Um, so that was cool. And, uh, you know, you use your, you know, use your resources and, you know, another great one is some of the, uh, I've caught some cool conversations on some of the Facebook groups. I was just about to say, uh, you know, one of the places that's been a super helpful thing for me has been social media. Yeah. It's, it's not been bad at all. Um, most of my social media interactions with other fly anglers are very positive and, you know, they lead to helping you out without like showing, Hey, I, I fish only in this spot and so on. I don't really ask that. It's more of, hey, fly selection, and, and sometimes you see some other stuff. And, and most of your fly anglers, flying, fly anglers are trying to uh, protect water. and yeah. um, you know, So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think the social media aspect of it is really good. And I do a lot of DMs with, uh, with other people that, mm-hmm. that I know and throw it out there and they respond. And, and that's been really cool to see um, Yeah, and tell me. Like joining a lot of the like fly fishing groups. Um, Western North Carolina fly fishing, you know, trout fishing, Western North Carolina, you know, it, it's been cool for me. I'm a part of a lot of fly tying groups now, um, on Facebook that they, you know, guys post pictures of flies and yeah, how they fish them, how they tied them. Um, sometimes they post videos and that's been a super, uh, it's just been a super good learning. Yeah. I think as a, as a fly angler, fly fisherman, you kind of have to have that lifelong learning aspect. So let's talk about that a little bit. Like you're never going to be, I think, I think it's a personality trait that some people have better than others, but mm. uh, you can always get better at some stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you can always maybe become a better caster or, mm-hmm. and you can watch people and, I don't know. You can always learn more about the river, even though you fished it a hundred times, or maybe haven't fished it a hundred times, or maybe fished it twenty times, and there's a new spot or a new something. Or yeah. I can try this differently. I can, you know, make my dropper a little bit deeper. I can angle the fly this way. I don't know. There's, there's uh, just so much you can learn. I, I just think you. I think you made a great point. Like I, I, I think we will be lifelong learners of fly fishing. Like I don't think there's ever going to be a day where we'd be like, yeah, we've arrived now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, mean like, I don't think anybody like, who does that. Figured out. I mean, even you see guides that have do this. I don't know, two hundred days out of the year on the water, yeah. and I mean, every now and then they, you know, get hung in a tree behind them or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Nobody's perfect yeah. when they're out there. And and I think that's part of the uh, excitement of fly fishing. And the thing that I love about it is, you know, it's never going to be something that it's not just like some task at work or project or something that you just go and you accomplish. Yeah, like there's always something new and exciting and something new to try something new to learn um which i think keeps bringing i know it keeps bringing me back oh for sure i mean every time doesn't matter if you go to the same river over and over again or you go to a new river i mean it's a different experience every time mm-hmm. water levels could be different this this hole that hole that looks different the water flow i mean yeah everything's different so i think you're a lifelong learner of being a fly fisherman for sure yeah I think one other place that I know we haven't mentioned yet that that's been good for me too when it comes to like learning new techniques and uh, ways to fish certain rivers is, is really been books. Yeah, 
You like to read? <laughs> I know that's not your like. I mean, I favorite. enjoy reading. Yeah. I just I'm a more so learn on the I was, more I was very, while doing. I was very blessed that um, a good friend. Uh, I, I wasn't blessed when it happened, but he blessed me after he passed away by giving me. He had a little library of about fifteen different just fly fishing books. Most of them for like. The National Park, uh, for fishing in Western North Carolina, fishing certain flies. He gave me a lot of fly tying books, which I think we talked about this in our episode with Ray. I don't know how these guys learned how to tie flies from a book because when you have the videos now, it's just nine day difference. Um, but he gave me all these things, and those books have been super, super cool. And, you know, one of the cool things about him, too, is he left me or he left a lot of his like handwritten notes. That's like awesome. Fishing certain rivers, how he did, what flies he used. Um, that's kind of inspired me to start keeping a journal now, too. Um, and so I think that's probably, too, like one of the biggest ways we learn is from past experience. For sure. And uh, I think that's why it's important that we talk about those experiences, that we do try. Like, I, I, I've really been encouraged to try to, like, start writing them down because I, th- I think over time that's going to make me a better angler as I learn from – yeah, I think that's something out. I want to try to do as we go into uh, 2022 is yeah. to do a better job of uh, kind of writing down trips, writing yeah. down outings. We caught this this time of year. This fly was working. We were yeah. fishing here. What was the uh, weather like? You know, what's what the weather? Yeah, I think that's a cool thing. I think that's definitely something I want to do um, moving into 2022 next year. And, uh, yeah, reading books is great. Reading articles is great. Uh, I do enjoy, I, I think I tend to read articles more than I read books. Yeah. Um, just short snippets. Um, and like I said, I've really found some great podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot about fishing a little more in depth, maybe. Um, sometimes a little more in depth than I want to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause sometimes I think it's, you know, it, it you can get really, Bogged really down. complicated and sometimes yeah, it's not all that I difficult. With you. Sometimes there's stuff out there that they get so bogged down in the details of things that, okay. I think we, I think anglers as a whole sometimes can be bad overthinkers. I hear a lot of people on different podcasts, different videos I watch, some guys I follow on Instagram and so on, that fish a lot more than I do. And they kind of say, at the end of the day, a trout's a trout. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. Like, the fish is going to eat what a fish eats. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Don't overcomplicate it sometimes. So, yeah. uh, but I do, I think, you know, being a lifelong learner is awesome to be a fly angler. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are some great places that we do that. Um, websites, podcasts, books you've got, um, and uh, what do we say? And, and, and mentors, you know, just yeah. fishing Fly with other shops, people. Other people. And, um, when you get a chance to take somebody fishing and you're an expert or more of an expert than they are, you know, be a, be a teacher that day yeah. and uh, show them how to read water and how to cast and fly selection and all those things are important. Yep. And sometimes once you get them on the water, some people figure it out, you know, pretty good for themselves. Yeah. You don't really have to do much more. Just kind of get them there and provide <laughs> the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, we're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to tie this in a little bit more of what it means to uh, be a lifelong learner when it comes to being a dad.
And we're back. Thanks for hanging out with us again for episode 19 of Dads on the Fly. So we've been talking a little bit about uh, how we learn all the information that we learn and what that looks like when it comes to being a fly angler. Uh, we talked about the fact that we learn from books, the internet, YouTube, uh, articles, some of the big ones being learning from other fly shop owners and other experts. And uh, we want to tie that in a little bit, you know, to what does it look like to be a lifelong learner as a dad? Because I think sometimes, uh, I don't know why, maybe dudes especially, I think it either goes one or two, one or two ways. You've got people who are just like super crazy about being dads, <laughs> or you've got people that, um, when it comes to being a dad, like, yeah, I'm a parent and I just am trying to survive. And yeah. so, what does it look like to really? Because uh, you know, one of the things we talk about all the time is like we we want to be the best we can for our kids, and and that's one of the reasons we like started this podcast too is we want to help people be better anglers and be better dads um, and, and take it seriously and be intentional. So I think that we, you know, approach it a lot the way we just talked about fly angling. You know, when you're a new dad, when you start out, you're kind of just, you know, just learning and you, I mean, you know, to be honest, kind of like, I didn't read anything for that either. <laughs> um, you know, there's yeah. a lot of material out there, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure it's great. I'm sure there's a lot of you can recommend, uh, yeah. you know, hey, read this book to be a good dad. And yep. I didn't really do that. Uh, just kind of, here it is, and this is what we're going to do. And I think, on the fly. <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, you know, first you're going you're gonna to love your kid, and you're going to figure out how the best way to parent your kid. And I think in doing that, um, you know, it's a partnership for me, um, yeah. you know, with, with my wife. And we were going to figure out the best way we could to raise our kids when they were little. Mm-hmm. And then as they grow, uh, you know, everything just changes. It just gets so different and yeah. um, different stages of their lives and so on. And, and we're still learning how to do that. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I would say maybe that's one thing I probably – I probably talk to – mentors more about fishing than I do maybe about fatherhood. So that may be somewhere where I fall a little short. Hmm. Like I don't call a bunch of, Hey, how do you, how did you deal with this? I think I I talk to them sometimes, but I don't, you know, maybe I spend more time how to, you know, spend more time calling people like, Hey, how do you fish? Or, you know, more DMS on how (laughs) you fish. No, I'm not saying like we need to like, no, I'm not saying I need to. I'm just saying like, Oh, I'm not critiquing myself. I'm just saying like, it's a good thing to think about sometimes that, Hey, you remember, there are other people who've gone through this stuff before too. Yeah. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, my wife, uh, mentioned something about, uh, you know, Hey, I'm pretty sure, uh, this person's son kind of went through the same thing Foster's going through. And, uh, and I talked to him and he was like, yeah. And, and you know, it was kind of cool. And so sometimes I forget that, but yeah, yeah it's, it's a good thing to do too. talk to other people who've been dads yeah. longer than you have. <laughs> I mean, I think in the same way, you know, Here's the thing I think we have to be careful when it comes to we trying to learn, you know, the best way to raise our kids and what to do. There's a lot of information out there. And in some ways, similar to how, like, fly fishing is, you, you got to be selective of what you're looking at because there's a lot of quote-unquote gurus and, you know, quote-unquote parenting experts. And... um I don't know. I, I've looked and read and watched some of those things, and I'm just like, man, this is ridiculous. Because 
um, there's a there's a level of legalism and uh, a level of like, hey, if you don't do it this way, then you know you're screwing up your kid's life. There that 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 I really don't. I don't know. I guess I just don't appreciate it. I think and we've I think, talked about this yeah. a lot on this podcast that there are ways. Like there are people who will say you have to do this mm. to catch a trout. Like, yeah, you have ahead, to do yeah. it this way. Mm-hmm. And there are also people in all different walks mm-hmm. that will say, "Well, you know, you should parent this way." And uh, we've never kind of been about that. We we've always been about doing our own thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, we went we two guys who'd never been in a drift boat before said we're going to go get on the water and <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. And we did. Do it on the fly. Yeah. And uh. In the same way, like... But we try to prepare. There are... Yeah, for sure you prepare. I yeah. mean, you don't just, you know... We weren't show going up. in blind. Yeah, you don't just show up at the yeah. hospital when your wife's having the baby <laughs> and just like, all right, what do I do now? I mean, you know, you've changed the yeah. diaper of somebody else before. Or, you know, you know, maybe you hadn't. I don't know. But, you know, I I was always good with kids when I was younger, so I, I felt pretty good about that part. Yeah. But I think it as as they grow, mm. you know, more of the parent just being being dad, making tough decisions, things like that can be harder and you have to remember that you know for us we you know we have our faith to fall back on yeah of how we try to parent um and and we go from there and you know i just you know i teach my kids all the time you know we're just gonna love and respect other people and um that's really my fault i come back to that i fall back on is you know we're gonna teach our kids to love and respect other people and and be who who we are and uh in a lot of ways, I, you know, I, it's the same way I, I've kind of gotten to be. It's taken me a while, but yeah. I kind of do that about life too. Yeah, it's kind of who I, I think, am, and I'm yeah. gonna love and respect you for who you are. Absolutely, I think for me, um, you know, when I think about this, there, there's a lot of parallels to how we, fl- how I've learned to fly fish, to how I've figured out this parenting thing. You know, very much a lot of just trial and error, figuring out what works, what doesn't figuring out what works for our kids, figuring out what works, you know. Um, But I think one of the things that's been super beneficial for me and Sally as we parent our two boys is we have had to try and try to find people in our corner to, uh, to encourage us along the way. And, And here's the thing that I think has been super special about kind of the community that we've put ourselves in. Um, and I am a pastor, and so that community has definitely been, um, you know, with our church. But uh, we have found people to come alongside and give us advice when it's asked for, but then also not judge us on what we do with that. Um, they've been people who have loved and encouraged us, and they've been people that we've been able to go to and say, hey, look, you know, we're really struggling with read about this, you know, did, how, how did you handle it? And usually it's people older than us. You know, how did you handle that, you know, when your kids were going through that season of life? Um, or maybe it's people that are going through it with us. Um, we're like, you know, how are you guys handling that right now with your kids? What does that look like for you? And my thing is that we get a lot of different voices speaking in some truth to us, but the biggest thing is that they're giving us encouragement along the way. Um, and that is something I know I definitely need as a dad. Um, and so I, I just encourage all the dads if, and parents that are listening to this, like, don't try to parent alone. Like, That's a great we, point. We need people to and do it with us. Not, not, and we need our spouses, absolutely. Um, 
you know, I mean, you know, if you're a single parent, God bless you. I know like it's even harder for you, but don't try to do this alone. Like we need people to learn from. We need people to encourage us. We need people to, uh, to help us navigate the waters of parenthood. I think you make a great point just about community. Yeah. And I think, you know, dads need to have a community mm-hmm. and I think, uh, dad communities can continually grow and get bigger. And uh, remember, once you're a dad, you're part of that community, the big community of dads. Yeah. And uh, we're all struggling. In and in some ways, you know, that's what makes fly fishing cool. Yeah. It's, for a, sure. it's a community, man. I it mean, really like, is. You, you go into a fly shop or you, I don't know, you see somebody, you're out at the mall and, you know, your wife's shopping and you end up sitting out on a little bench like the old dudes do, you know, when you were little, you know, and you see somebody with like a, I don't know. Some fly shop shirt on, you're like, Sims hat or something. Oh, yeah, and you start yeah. talking to them. It's like, it's a, it's, a, it's a different, you immediately have that connection, right? Yeah. And uh, in the same way, we, we immediately all have that connection when we're, we have that community of parents. Yeah. Um, and community is important. Community is important regardless of what avenue of life you're in. Yeah. Um, community helps. And like you just said, encourage, be a part of things. Um know when to encourage when not to and that's kind of like you know when you're taking somebody on the river mm-hmm. they don't want you in their ear the whole time <laughs> telling them what to do but yeah. you know when the time is right to yeah. to give them a little encouragement or say hey do this do that uh and it, and it helps yeah. and so i think that's a great point you make about community and uh the two things don't pair they they're, they align very well um you know being a good fly angler and being a good dad it's a continual journey yeah it's a lifelong Thing. I mean, because my thing is, like, they're going to move out one day, but they're still going to be your kids. So uh, you, you never stop being a parent. So I hope I continue, continually get better at it. I hope I never think I have arrived as a parent, that I've arrived as an angler. And uh, I hope I continually learn um, all the time. And wherever you figure out your – wherever you're getting your – you know, your advice or your gaining knowledge on fly fishing and parenting, fatherhood, you know, embrace that. Just yeah. just embrace it and be be willing to, you know, be a lifelong learner in all of it. Absolutely. That's good. We're going to take uh, one more short break, and then uh, we're going to end with just a kind of cool little thing I want to end with here, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll call it, an, call it an episode and like get it. ready for Christmas. We'll be right back. Well, folks, we just wanted to take just like a couple quick minutes to give you a preview of an upcoming episode or two. It is hard to believe that, you know, we started this July the 20th. I'm just looking back here. That's crazy. It has now been almost a full, was that six months, right? Mm-hmm. Five, six months of Dads on the Fly. We can't thank you enough. We are always looking for new episode ideas and new things to talk about other than just our fishing trips. And so we have an idea for the next episode that I think you're going to tell everybody about. Yeah, before you do that, though, if you have any ideas, like if you have stuff you would love to hear us talk about when it comes to fly fishing, when it comes to being dads, whatever, shoot us a message. We would love to hear from you. We are constantly looking for what we're going to talk about next. And so uh, let us know if you have questions, whatever, uh, something you think would be funny to hear two novice guys ramble about, shoot us a message. We would love to let you know. So what's our next episode about, Josh? Well, before you say that, it makes me also just want to say, 
if you know someone who you think would be a cool interview for Dads on the Fly, we're always looking for that too. Absolutely, yeah, we love doing those. Those are those are probably some of my favorites because we get to have cool conversations with different yes, people. We have, and so speaking of having cool conversations with different people, what's up for next week? So we were looking at the calendar, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and let our listeners know we're going to drop this episode on. We'll drop on December the thirteenth, and then we're going to drop our final episode of the year on December the 20th. And then we're going to take the 27th off. That'll be the Monday after uh, Christmas. So for our final episode of 2021, we are going to do an interview with the wives on the fly. (laughs) I love it. The wives on the fly. So what it's like to live with daily, the dads (laughs) on the fly. So, to find out really if all this stuff that we say on here is really hogwash and we're really just <laughs> blowing up, we're really not near as cool as we think we are, oh, well, um, we're definitely not as is cool probably we are. what we'll get into. So yeah. we're going to have our two wives on next week Yep, and um, let them tell you about the fact that we probably talk about fishing way too much. Yep. And, and all those things. So it's going to be, if nothing else, it will be very entertaining. It could get very entertaining. There's yeah, no there's telling no where telling. it might go. So, uh, uh, so you dads out there, be prepared to share this one with your wives, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Well, we're doing it around Christmas, so it, hopefully, you know, it'll be in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah we like can it. all, you know, <laughs> and then uh, so that'll be our last episode of uh, 2021. And just to preview our first episode for 2022, um, we're looking at doing an episode on our uh, our kind of we don't I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but our goals for 2022. Yeah. So some of the good. things we hope to accomplish and uh, do not only with our podcast, with our fishing, and with our families in 2022. So just wanted to preview that for you. You don't want to miss next week's episode with the wives on the fly. Uh, it's it's going to be a cool time. Remember That's we got merch great. out there and uh, hey guys we appreciate you. So uh, please leave us a rating review wherever you get your podcast. Have a great. A week. And until next time, we'll see you next week.